Delighted to have you with us. Uh, good stuff today. That's a good mix today, too. Appreciate it very much. Very much as um, we continue on. Bill Michael Show. Grant Bill's producing the program, and uh, we're going to talk with uh, our old buddy Ben Kenny coming up in the last hour of the show. So stay tuned for that uh, about uh, his Philadelphia Phillies. By the way, the power rankings, speaking of uh, Bob Nightingale, who joined us a little while ago um, from USA Today, uh, the Brewers are now sitting at number 11 in the power rankings. Miami has... You know, they've got some legitimate needs. They need a starter, a reliever. They need a couple of bats. Uh, but they've got some some playoff odds now. San Francisco's right there at number eight. Houston, Arizona, Texas, the Dodgers, Baltimore, everybody uh, pretty much ahead of the Brewers. But the Brewers have moved up a spot. They are number 11. They had a statement sweep to start the second half of the unofficial second half of the season when they went into Cincinnati and, and swept the Reds. The Reds then fall a, a couple of spots. And in the last four games, the Brewers have held them to three runs in 36 innings for Cincinnati. Uh, Although Cincinnati busted out in a big way yesterday, their offense just exploded, but their pitching just sucked. So their offense is really, really good, but uh, not uh, not holding their own. Uh, Then the Yankees, uh, when was the last time we saw the Yankees behind the Brewers in the power standings? You know, Philadelphia 14, Boston 15 goes on down from there. Um, this, uh, by the way, this is from Mark and Mark, I, I, I got to admit, I, I didn't know it was a thing, but Mark said, Hey, Bill, remember the old days of this week in baseball airing on Saturday mornings on the weekends. Did you know this week in baseball is back and it's on the MLB network? I did. They call it this week in play ball. Um, because they do the, this week in baseball kind of theme and then they put the play ball in front of it. But yes. I, I did see that. I have seen it a couple of times, but it's it's um, it's not the same. It's it's just it's not the same. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> so it doesn't have, you know, the and again, this is really, really, really dating myself. But this is, it doesn't have the old Mel Allen voice. Hello, everybody. It doesn't it doesn't have that. And, you know, it doesn't have the the same flair. Um, it's funny because um, this week in baseball was. The beginning of this week in baseball was just highlights. It had the music playing and Mel Allen's voice in the background talking about every specific play and or player. And when I was a kid, my mom and dad used to take the old handheld video camera of us. Now, I'm talking film. I'm not talking like video of video like we know today. Uh, The old film of us when we play, myself, my cousin and, and such. And as I got older, I actually turned that into a This Week in Baseball. <laughs> I think when I was in high school, uh, I, I started getting into media. And I wanted to learn how to cut and edit and, and move film around and such. And uh, so that's what I did. And I actually used the theme song from This Week in Baseball on a tape recorder that I had had. And I put the video along, and I would hit them both at the same time because I didn't know how to put audio onto the video. So I hit them both, and it was just video. Remember, they didn't have – this is going back a long way. There was no audio on some of these cameras. It was just taking video. So uh, I remember 
because we had an old crappy video camera. But, um, yeah, a movie camera, we called it back then. But I used to take the video of that and put it to the theme of this week in baseball. Stupid story as a kid, but, you know, more of an embarrassing story as a kid. <laughs> Than anything. Bill, do you remember do, this? Go ahead. Well, I, I, was, I was gonna, gonna say. You, do you remember that? I don't remember that. I miss what Sports Center and and what sports TV was like when I was little, or when I was at least in junior high. Because back in the day, not that long ago, but back in the day, you needed to watch those shows if you really wanted to get a full recap and to see all the scores and the highlights. Now we get it all on Twitter and we get it on yeah. our phone, so there's not really a need for those shows anymore, and I kind of mm-hmm. miss that, right, with Tom I Jackson and Chris Berman, and they'd run through everything real quick. I, I miss that. Right. Yeah, I, miss I you're absolutely right. I miss that. I miss the old the old Dan Patrick days of running through all the highlights and, uh, you know, obviously giving you a little bit of the detail of each particular game and each particular play and player. Um, I 100% agree. I, I, I do miss that. I will say this. I did not know. Now, I don't know how many of you have Spectrum. I do. Um, and usually when I turn my TV on, it is automatically set to 1301, which is ESPN. So that comes on, and then I start to scroll through my sports. I'll move up or down depending on what it is I want to watch. Uh, but that's just when the guys usually come to my house. They're figuring I'm a sports guy, so that's what they set it to. So I usually watch in the 1000s and move up. And I don't watch because a lot of people just start. And I, I don't know if I'm making sense here, but where you turn your TV on, and you say, say you're in the Milwaukee area and you want to start at number two, which is technically TMJ4. And you start to move up. I didn't realize that in the non-thousand digits, did you know that MTV has MTV classics going back to like the original start of MTV? Oh, really? That they actually play videos and the total request line, the old Mark Goodman and and all that stuff, and downtown Julie Brown and and they actually just play the music videos. They don't play. It's it's not, you know, it's not Jersey Shore and it's not pregnant teens and it's not all the drama and all the crap that they have on regular uh, regular uh, MTV now. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I so, uh there's a bar in lacrosse that I really like one of my favorite spots. And we'd go there on Saturdays cause they open at 11, you know, the mm-hmm. bars, they don't, they don't waste time in, in lacrosse. They open bright and early for those that want to get out and get after it. And the bar that I would always go to, they'd have an MTV on. And I don't know why, but at that time of the day, they'd, they'd play music videos. It would be kind of what MTV used to be. Yeah. And it was kind of fun. It's a little drink. It was we'll great. Watch all the videos of the songs that we forgot about. It was great, and, you know, it, it's funny because so many people are into movies and videos and, and quickies and stuff like that anyway when you talk about TikTok and Instagram, and but some of those videos were fantastic. There's one by AHA, the band, um, it was called Take On Me, and that video is a, a, a charcoal sketch drawing. It's art. of a. It, it's art. It, it be, it, it's a video of sketch drawings that are the actual video and it's it's you start watching this stuff and you go wow i forgot about that how good some of these things were rather than just some of the lip-syncing craptastic bands that you know you kind of hear today or that are more built on you know 47 dancers and one singer that can only sing versus actual bands and stuff so anyway it just it's it's i just i just my my i was talking to my buddy last night and we were sitting there watching a Brewers game and uh 
I started talking to him. He said, oh, I'm sitting here watching MTV. I said, what are you talking about? Why would you be watching that? Because I'm thinking, what's on? Like Jersey Shore, or Pregnant Moms, or Life After Lockup, or whatever the hell other crazy programs that are on there now. And he said, no, it's regular videos. It's back in the day. And I had to go find it. I never even knew it existed because I don't scroll through those channels. And sure enough, there it is. And so I'm like, man, maybe I should set my TV to that now. Actually listen to some music. Basically, to sum up the last 10 minutes, this generation has ruined music videos. They've ruined music. <laughs> they've, ruined, they've ruined sports TV. And you know what, Bill? They've ruined baseball, too. Why can't teams manufacture a run anymore? Why aren't they teaching kids to bunt? That's a skill yep. that they should have, damn it. Yep. Yeah, they uh, they can't bunt. Uh, you can't use the shift because they don't have the ability to go the opposite way or drop a bunt down. So therefore, you can't negate the shift in some way, shape, or form. And it's all about the long ball. And now I get it. It's the uh, sometimes when things advance, uh, it's not always for the best. It it just it just isn't. So uh, anyway, there you go. That's our that's our way back moment uh, coming out of the machine there for for the last couple. Um, I'm getting a lot of different bourbon suggestions, by the way. Uh, and, hey, I did go downstairs during the break uh, in the last hour, and I do have some brandy. I didn't know I did. But in case you venture this way, Grant, I have brandy for you. Well, There's EJ's, Corbell's, and a couple other ones that are down there. Ooh, I like EJ's. You get that at weddings a lot, you know, when they have a bar yeah. with one type of every type of liquor. Austin yeah. and I, I'm, and I'm sorry, Bill, I let you down as, as your producer. Uh, we were going to come check on your house last week when you were gone uh, and make sure your beer didn't spoil <laughs> and make sure that, you know, the RV, you know, if it's sitting around, someone needs to yeah. make sure the battery's sit. So we were going to come check over everything, and, and we didn't make it. So for that, I'm you sorry. Know, and it was wide open, too. That's the thing. And I had some friends that were supposed to come to town. Now, my house, I can electronically open. Uh, but the RV, I couldn't. So I just told him, I said, hey, the keys are hanging right inside the garage. Just let me know when you get there, and I'll pop the garage door for you. And you can just take the keys and jump in the RV, and you can stay there if you want to. Because the RV is self-contained. It's got its own air conditioning, refrigeration. It's got TV. It's got Internet. It's got everything in it. And I said, if you would rather stay there rather than actually in the house, go ahead and do it. And so I, I mistakenly, before we left for vacation, I actually unlocked the door and forgot to lock it back up. It was it was unlocked the whole time. So you could have come by, you and you and uh, Austin. Austin's got that little bunk. He could probably snuggle in up yeah. above. <laughs> and you could have had the master bedroom in the back. And, you know, you know, short of doing the number two in the bathroom, which is not allowed, uh, by the way. Uh, not but, in the uh, RV? Ever, not in the RV. No, no. I, I've told that story a thousand times. The one thing you don't want, late at night, on your way home, you know, after just a hard, long working weekend is to have to go dump that thing and you hear that, kum, 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 you, nobody needs that going past. I'll tell you that right now. Well, we do um, we do a lot of Brewers bus trips and Packers bus trips, yeah. uh, especially out of lacrosse. And the concerning thing was when we're coming home from the game and everyone's <laughs> a little tuned up and you see someone disappear into the bathroom and they've been in there a yep. while, like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, yep. no. What are they doing back there? I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert years ago, and uh, a friend of mine, uh, and I don't want to say who because they'll know the neighborhood, but uh, a friend of mine rented a bus, a big coach bus, and took, I think there was like 40 people that we all had tickets, and we were going to do this big tailgate. And on the way down, there was a gentleman, I don't know him uh, personally, but it was a gentleman and his wife, and it was his wife's birthday present to go, she'd always wanted to see Buffett. And it was his wife's birthday present to go see him down in Alpine Valley. And on the way down, we stopped in Genesee Depot at a liquor store. And they bought Don Julio tequila and something else. 
And my buddy Rick Pomeroy was in the back of this bus cutting up limes. They bought limes. They were cutting up limes. They were passing around tequila. They were doing shooters, limes, lemons, everything. And this guy got hammered. I mean, beyond hammered. And same thing. Uh, and this is before the concert. He went to the bathroom because he didn't feel good. And he had drank pretty much. I think they bought like three bottles of Don Julio tequila. He drank pretty much a bottle by himself. He, and the guy didn't drink. That was the thing. Is he was one of these non-drinkers, but he figured, hey, I'm on the bus. It's my wife's birthday. Let's celebrate, you know, and started drinking way too fast, way too much. Not only did he go to the bathroom, but finally when they got they kicked the door in because they couldn't get him. They couldn't get him out. Uh, he, uh, he, it was, he was getting sick. <laughs> Excuse me. And the toilet seat came down around his head. And he was so drunk he couldn't get out. He just couldn't lift his head. He was so drunk. And the toilet seat then, in essence, it looked as if it locked him in face first into the toilet. And that's where he passed out. So, yes, I, I, I felt your pain oh, before. Geez. I've never done that. Uh, let me say that right off the right out of the bat. But uh, it was a couple of weeks ago I got pretty obnoxiously obliterated, but... Um, I've never been to the point where I had a toilet seat lock me into the bathroom. Bill, there's never been a bad story that started. So we were on our way to see Jimmy Buffett years ago. It's like, right. Yep. Here we go. We saw Buffett yep. in Minneapolis at a Target Field. He was opening for the Eagles. This was in 2018, I think, the summer of 2018. And really? we were in the okay. back, back row of the of the highest deck. I mean, it, it could have mm -hmm. been a body double down there. I never would have known. But right. there was a woman, I don't know, 10 seats down from us. She could barely get up the steps to, to come take her seat before the show started. And by the middle <laughs> of the second set, she was asleep. She, I looked down yeah. and she was just, she was bent backward in her seat. She was passed out. She missed the yeah. whole show. Yeah. That's when people start drawing on your face, dropping stuff in your mouth. You know, when you're just sitting there agape, <laughs> you're passed out. You're a mess. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Thomas says, uh, do you remember the story about Andre the Giant having to take a dump on the airplane? No, I don't. I don't remember that story at all. And I, Andre the Giant, for those that didn't know, he was like 7'4", 7'5", or something like that. I mean, the, the dude is literally a giant. He was just massive. There's no way in hell he could have ever fit in a, a an airplane bathroom. No, Not without hanging out of it, leaving the door open. Like, his head is out, his feet are out, and his butt's in the, in the bathroom. No. Uh, nobody needs to have a giant taking a dump on a plane. I'll tell you that right now. On that note, we're going to step out, take a quick break, and come back. we got a lot more to get to. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Stenny's, Stenny's Second National Walker's Point. <laughs> they they run shuttles to everything. They were running shuttles all weekend long, whether it's down to the lakefront or over to Bastille Days. Uh, you got German Fest, Irish Fest coming up down at the lakefront, uh, also Brewers games, and eventually the Packers and Badgers games as well. And Back to Bucks games and Admirals games, and I can go on and on, but they're always running shuttles somewhere. Check out our friends at Stenny's Second and National, Walker's Point, the best place to get wings, the Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread, and the best Bloody Mary you're ever going to put in your grill. That's Stenny's. You should be here. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Thanks to our friends uh, up at Stevens Point, Point Brewing, and uh, they are a big part of the program. Thanks to them for uh, being being here. Certainly appreciate it. And uh, thanks to them for uh, you know kind of stepping in and uh, being local and and uh, really kind of supporting the motorcycle ride and uh, everything that we've needed. So thanks to them for being a part of all of that stuff. So that's our friends from Stevens Point Brewery. And Point Brewing, Brewing Excellence since 1857. Uh, they're lagers, cider boys, which is what I, I prefer. Uh, they've got the cider boys first press. I mean, I know there's different combinations, but so much good stuff coming out of Point Brewing. So thanks to them for being a part of the program. Got an email here. Uh, this is Rob in Madtown. says, uh, hey, Unit and Grant, how many Buffett shows have you two seen and the drunkest person that you can remember? That's Was the story about the lady in the upper deck? Um, at Target Field, probably the drunkest person you can remember, uh, Grant? Yeah, and the thing is, I went with a high school friend and his family. So I was sober as a snowman the entire day. I didn't I didn't touch a drop. I don't even think I was 21 at the time yet. So we were there to be moved okay. by the music of, of Jimmy Buffett and, and the Eagles. She had to be the one, though. She, was, she wasn't even awake. She slept through the, the full two hours. <laughs> How can you be more drunk than that? I remember, and I think I might even have video of this. Uh, we were at Alpine Valley, and I don't know how many years ago, maybe 10 years ago. Um, they had somebody had turned an old fire truck. Uh, they raised the ladder on this old fire truck, this old ladder truck. And what what they would do is the hose then would come out over the ladder, and it turned, uh, it, it created foam. This This foam, this like soapy foam. And they started spewing this stuff out, and it was, I mean, it was pouring out to where this foam was piling up. And this is probably about three hours before the show. So if the show's at 7, this is probably about 4, 4.30, before, right before the gates open. But the, but the gates to the parking lot opened at noon, so people were in there well lubed up by that time. And people were running through the foam. And there was this group of girls... And the majority of them could wear the bikini really well. There was probably one or two that probably shouldn't. But they were all wearing bikinis and flip-flops. And they were running through the foam. And they're just, you know, eh, you know, screaming and yelling. And they got their drinks and everything. And they're running through the foam. Now, the foam at this point is probably about 10 feet tall. And probably about a pile of maybe 20 feet wide. As this foam continues to come out of this truck. And it's it's a it's a Margaritaville painted truck, and I mean whoever did it did a great job in the thing. But it was specifically for tailgating, I guess is what they use it for. And these two girls, drunk as hell, ran into the pile and never came out. They ran into each other. Ooh. <laughs> and then they realized people realized that they didn't come out. Well, the foam. It, it can take away the oxygen, so they could have died. So they actually, we thank God, we were right next to like where the uh, uh, the uh, the sheriff's department has their station, and two sheriff, you know, two sheriffs ran into the foam and had to drag these two two girls who had run into each other and knocked each other out, ran into each other and knocked each other out. They had to pull them out of the foam, and these two girls were foamy. And now you got to remember, they're dragging them. Because they can't find them. They're just grabbing anything, grabbing a leg, grabbing an, an arm to get them out of the foam. And as they were, and they're dragging them out of this foam across the ground, you know, things are, you know, either untying or sliding down. Oh, you know, so you kind of get the idea. And uh, so <laughs> I just remember this crowd. 
And they start singing. They're singing like Margaritaville or something. And these two girls, like one girl's got a boob hanging out. And the other girl's got like her, her, her bottoms are all the way down to her ankles because they're dragging around. She's full of foam. She's it's just, I'm like, how drunk do you have to be to be drug out of a foam pile and be half naked by the time you do? And they're trying to put, you know, they're, they're being respectful. They're trying to pull things back up and put them on. But just I'll never forget that. They were trying to save these two girls from dying in this big pile of foam, and and uh, it turned out to a show. Where people are singing, and they're like hoisting drinks, like "Cheers to that! We saw a nipple. This is awesome!" You, know? you can't get that at a Dave Matthews Band concert. You can no, only get no. that with Jimmy Buffett. No, 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 you're not going to get that. Uh, yeah, the only time I've ever I've been to two Dave Matthews Band concerts, and the only time, both times, I came this close to getting into a fight. <laughs> just from just what there, there's yeah it's just these these drunk I don't know how else to put this and I don't mean to be completely stereotypical here but these they're probably 25 to, to 30 they probably have some money and just drunk obnoxious jags for lack of a better term and the, I'll never forget the one time I was walking out. And it was down, one was at Alpine Valley, the other one was down at uh, the Marcus, uh, which is now American Family Amphitheater, down at the the Summerfest grounds. But one guy was, I he, he was just going after me, and I just said, "Hey, look, you know, first of all, I'm going to kill you. Second of all, I don't fight." And he was calling me all kinds of names, and he wanted to get in my face. And he, what he didn't realize is the guy that was with me was a sheriff, and a Walworth County sheriff. And I said, "I don't fight. He does." And he said, well, I'm going to kick your ass then. And he walked up to, to my buddy and was about ready to take a swing when he pulled his badge out and said, you're going to jail, pal. <laughs> so, so he took him to jail. And another time it was just like, hey, simmer down. You know, just a young, punky guy. It's it's almost like, I hate to say it, but it's the Chicago people. Oh, yeah. They, it's, it's just the obnoxiousness of just some of the Chicago people. Uh, it, it was, I, I can't even explain it. But both, I, I've been to two Dave Matthews concerts, which are horrible, by the way. If oh. you're a Dave Matthews fan, uh, Math, Dave Matthews concerts are, if you're a complete music and, and instrument playing person, then you appreciate them. And I do appreciate great guitar riffs. I do appreciate good music. Don't get me wrong. But he would play a song that would normally be on a radio three and a half minutes, tops, three and a half, four minutes. And it turns into a 10-minute jam session per song. Now, some people go crazy over that. They think it's great. But after a while, you're kind of like yawning, looking at your watch, going, okay, I'm, I'm still waiting to hear some of the songs that I came to hear. I haven't heard them. It's now two and a half hours into this thing. And the bathroom line is long, and I just want to get the hell out of here at this point. And it's like people are, like, just moving around like they're into some kind of trance and experience. And that's great. But Dave Matthews concerts are not impressive to me. Wow. They're just not. Wow. Yeah. I've never seen Dave. I've never seen. It. I would like to experience it. I was talking with a caller last week on my show. I'd like to see a fish show. I've never experienced that. I think that would fish be something was good. cool. To, oh, you've seen fish, them? Yeah, yeah. Fish was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, fish was really good. Dave Matthews. Psh, if I never go to another Dave Matthews concert again, it'll be too soon. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's what just, about? It's, uh, a, it's a self-indulgent jam session, and you know. It's just not impressive. I can't argue with that. If you know, if you don't like the jams, and I've never been, so I, I can't argue. I was thinking uh, if Buffett is actually able to go out on tour this year, and I'm more than just a producer. I'm an idea man, Bill. Maybe we get in touch with your friend Dwayne. Dwayne's covered all. Maybe he can add a foam attachment to the Cunis RV. 
<laughs> maybe we can soup that thing up for maybe we for could Buffett. put that yeah some kind of a some kind of well then again uh, maybe a uh, foam umbrella in case you do go to a concert and you don't want to walk through the foam so you don't get foamed on look like the uh, state butt marshmallow man went all over you both Absolutely. good ideas yeah yeah as a matter of fact speaking of Dwayne, he just said oh my god bill right on base with you with dave matthews alpine valley years ago i walked in my car and went to sleep <laughs> right right i I, I love Dave Matthews' music. I do. I it's in, it's incredibly, you know, artistic stuff. But when they get into the jam session, it's like, okay, I'm done. You know, move on. I mean, that's what I like about like Springsteen. Springsteen, if you ever seen Spring, he'll play for three hours, but he'll play every song he's ever written, and they jam a little, but it's just rocking it out for a minute or two, and then you get done with it. You know. Nothing, no crap there. No, and, and the thing about it is, is, very few times has he ever even gotten political or anything. He doesn't turn anybody off. Same thing with Buffett. Buffett's very political, but he doesn't do it on the stage. Many, many bands that I've seen, not political. Some some guys, boy, they just, they they get into politics, and it's like, oh, just shut up. Just move on. Or like Ario Speedwagon, they tell stories. Mick tells stories. The whole time, and it's, oh, my God, how many times are you going to talk about being in the Playboy Grotto with some <laughs> hot girl at the time and about how you used to be somebody? Look at yourself. Now, you you know, I look at you, and now I want, I'm hankering for sun-made raisins, for God's sake. Just move on with it. Play the music and get it over with. So, anyway. Shots fired it. at Kevin Cronin. He's, oh, a, he's a golden a golden raisin with that white-dyed yes. hair now at this point. Yes. Oh, I, I've seen them in a couple of different, you know, at one particular venue. They just rocked, and it was a, it was a really good show. Another one, it was just talking about, oh, my God, all of his experiences and who he wrote this with and, you know, why they wrote it and about sitting in, you know, Grotto and about having drinks at the Roxy. And it's just, just shut up. Play the music. Nobody cares. So if I want to read the bio, I'll read the bio. I'll go someplace else to hear. Anyway, that, that's that's my take. But there's a lot of good concerts that I saw. Just Foo Fighters were really good. Just saw the Foo Fighters. They were really, really good. One of the best concerts that I'd ever seen. Um, a couple of them, older guys. BB King was awesome. Love BB. When BB King was here years ago, oh my God, BB King was fantastic. But when Zydeco was a bunch of energy, um, I uh, God Pearl Jam is just awesome. Love going to see Pearl Jam. So, anyway, that is our uh, musical segment right there. Uh, coming about an hour from now, uh, the return of one young Ben Kenny, who is out in Philadelphia. He'll give us a lowdown on the Phillies and where they stand in this series with the Milwaukee Brewers coming up tonight and early tomorrow. We'll talk with him. Uh, we'll get back at it. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. to get back out on the road in the RV. And they're going to be doing it thanks to our friends from Cunis Automotive. Cunis Automotive, Cunis RV, and the trucks commercial, doesn't matter what it is. Uh, we have both, as a matter of fact. We've got the pickup truck that uh, helps us out when it comes to, like next uh, Wednesday, as a matter of fact. The pickup truck is going to help us out tremendously. It is uh, uh, Fisher House night at the Milwaukee Milkmen game. And we're going to be doing the tent and giving out... Uh, different, uh, you know, stuff, so to speak, uh, and informational packets uh, regarding the Fisher House. So we can't do this without our friends at Cunis. We needed a truck, and they stepped up and said, yeah, we'll do it. And the same thing with the show and the RV. 
and doing things in different places and the same way. So go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopcunis, K-U-N-E-S dot com. Greg Cunis is a great guy, and, and we, we appreciate them so much. And uh, they do so much with us. And if you're looking for a genuinely caring and honest and down-to-earth group of people when it comes to, you know, whether it's automotive shopping, RV shopping, commercial truck shopping, go to shop, S-H-O-P, shop Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, shopcunis.com. That is shopcunis.com. Uh, so last week, were you here, Grant, uh, at the uh, Waukesha County Fair? No, I sent you a, a Facebook memory. Oh, okay. My dad tagged me, and it was in 2015. This was so long. I was in high school. And I convinced my dad to drive me and a couple buddies to see Ario in Milwaukee. Great father, by the way. We drove back the same night, and I think he went to work the next day. Uh, but it was it was whatever it was eight years ago yesterday. So it's funny we're talking about Ario. It was an awesome yeah. show. They were great. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's funny because when you mention the Waukesha County Fair, uh, the Waukesha County Fair, you can hear. I think it's this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. If I am mistaken, please let me know. Maybe it was last weekend. I can't remember. I just got back, and I'm still trying to catch up with everything. But uh, what's really cool is they had, God, it was a big band. I can't remember who it was. They played a couple of years ago, and sitting on the patio at my house, I could hear it like it was in my backyard. It was amazing. Really? Just sat outside. Yeah, listened to the concert. If the wind's blowing the right way, yeah, you can hear the, you can hear the, uh, the stage from the house. So... Yep, absolutely. Uh, by the way, speaking of Kevin Cronin, uh, Paul says, did you know that his brother was a weatherman in Wausau? <laughs> I didn't know that. How is one supposed to look up such a thing? I don't know. How could we ever fact check that? <laughs> you know, I have no idea. I had, we were talking, what, we mentioned what the Berkebiner the other day. And I got a note from a lady in Kenosha whose son used to play baseball at UWM. Uh, back in like the '80s, and now he is one of the Berkebiner skiers. And I'm okay, <laughs> like, okay. It's just an interesting fact, you know. But I have no idea. And then I had mentioned the ski jump competition out in Westby, and somebody else sent me a note, which is awesome. I love finding out these goofy facts. But uh, it, this woman sent me a note who she moved here like in the '70s, and she had a son back in uh, the late '80s. And uh, her son has been a participant in the World Cup ski jump competition out in uh, both Westby and in Pine Mountain. So she says, I know the ski jump situation in the state of Wisconsin extremely well. So, ah, oh, there you go. So, uh, Pac says, uh, going back to the last segment, you enjoyed Fish, but you didn't enjoy Dave Matthews. No, I didn't. Dave Matthews was the same thing. Fish was different. It's just, it's a different level of energy. It's, it's just, it. Dave Matthews was like a bunch of people sitting in a studio just just playing and looking at each other. It, it just, it wasn't, no, it wasn't, no. And Fish didn't do that. Fish didn't do that. They had a couple of songs that they went long on, but not, not every song. Every Dave Matthews song turns into like a 20-minute jam session. I mean, you can, put it this way. We had um, one of the people that I had went to Dave Matthews with on the side of Alpine Valley, if you're looking at Alpine Valley stage, off to the right side, they have, there's two or three different sections, maybe five, I don't know, uh, as you go back. And those are what they call like VIP decks or something like that. His company had one of those VIP decks. So we were there. And each deck has its own bathroom, or at least you share like a bathroom with the deck, whatever. But it was like a 20-minute wait for the bathroom, for the porta potty 
And I went to the bathroom when a song, I, I was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, 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 you know. And I didn't hear the song I wanted. I'm like, I can't wait anymore. I got to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom. So I left. I, I think it was Satellite uh, was the song that I left on. Great song. So I went up to went up to the bathroom. Great song. They start playing Satellite. You know what it is. You know what it is. And everybody's got their lighters out and their uh, their phones are out and all the lights are floating around. Okay. So I go to the bathroom. I'm standing in line and you know you're looking at your phone, but you don't have any cell service and you're kind of watching the you know thing. So I go to the bathroom. Now, granted, I'm not in there for an hour. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not in there doing number two. So I'm just going to go to the bathroom. But by the time I stood in line, went to the bathroom, walked to the top of that section, which is a private section, for a beer, and back to my seat, they were still playing Satellite. That was the, that's a Dave Matthews Band concert. You're not going to miss anything. You can go to sleep. You can read a book. You, you can go to the porta potty and go number two if you have to. Maybe go cook yourself a burger. Maybe drive home. Let the dog out, come back, and you're still going to hear the same song by Dave Matthews. That's a Dave Matthews concert. There you go. They what take, year was it? I, they, I don't know what year I saw them in. They take forever in some of the songs, and I don't mind taking forever, but if you're going to play a song for 20 minutes, you better have someone who's a blowtorch on guitar or on keyboard. That's or, what it was. And with Dave, it just seems like they're all kind of strumming and looking at each other, but they're no right. superhero with an instrument that's blowing your mind. And with Fish and with other jam bands, you get that. Yeah, that that's the thing. It was these, I love great electric riffs, man. And, and you, you, when you can do it and you can appreciate the artistry and the ability, you know, a guy like Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, when he used to go on these long, you could appreciate that. You loved it. You, could, you waited for it because you knew it was coming. Dave Matthews is playing an acoustic guitar and just strumming and then it was a horn. You know, every now and then you get a good saxophone player that really cranks it up. Damn, yes. You know, like when Clarence used to do it with, with Springsteen, yes. But this was just some horns and just it was just like, oh, my God. Just, oh, no. Wasn't going to happen. I'm sorry. It just wasn't going to happen. 877-867-1670. Uh, uh, this one is from uh, our buddy Steve. He said, by the way, can you ask Ben Kenny who his pick is for the Open this week? Yes, we got the uh, – the, the Open Championship begins tomorrow in the wee hours. Are you a Open Champion? I love watching golf. I will get up tomorrow morning and my, my TV will be tuned to the Open Championship. And I actually have the PGA channel uh, on my phone. And so when I get up and I go for a bike ride tomorrow morning and work out, I will have the, believe it or not, some people crank up music, and I do sometimes. You know, it kind of gives you the energy, especially on the weekends. But I'll be listening and, and pedaling to the 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 dulcet tones of whomever is doing the PGA uh, broadcast of the Open Championship tomorrow. Are you an Open Championship guy, Grant? I like the big majors in golf. I can't do golf every weekend, and I can't watch all four days, but I try to pay attention to the biggies, and this one definitely counts. So I'll watch some. Yeah. I'll, I'll check in, but I'm I'm probably not going to be start to finish all four days. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I have uh, – well, Saturday I probably won't be because I've got, you know, stuff that I have to do, but Sunday – Sunday I'll be tuned in. I'm I'm hoping it's a good finish. It's a really spectacular finish uh, in the Open Championship. I'm really looking forward to that. The uh, so you've got April, May, June, July. That's it. Once you get into uh, the end of this, the the Open Championship. That's it. We're done with majors. I keep forgetting they moved the PGA Championship. So you got April, which is the Masters. May, the PGA Championship, or no, uh, PGA Championship or U.S. Open. 
And then in July is the Open Championship, cross the pond, and then you're done. That's it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, uh, Brett says Mike Tirico is calling it. Oh, I love Mike Tirico. I love Mike Tirico. Good stuff. But is he going to be on the PGA channel? I don't think so. I think he's going to be, what is that, NBC? I think he's gone on NBC. Uh, real quick, uh, this one is from uh, this is from Jake. Jake says, uh, hey, guys, one of the best concerts I ever saw was the return of The Who. But watching... <laughs> Watching fat old guys wail their arms around while white bellies are hanging out is not necessarily an appealing concert. Oh, I completely agree with that. And uh, Marcy says the best concert I ever saw uh, was Metallica uh, back in the day when they did the In the Round Tour. I, I did see the In the Round Tour back when I was doing rock radio years and years ago. Metallica is a fantastic concert. Fantastic. So, anyway. All right. That's our musical segment, part two. Part D. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at uh, at Every Plumbing and Heating. They're in La Crosse and Trempolo Counties and uh, Monroe County, Jackson County, Vernon County. Great people. Every Plumbing and Heating uh, started by a Korean, Korean War veteran, now on a third generation. And they are a big supporter of the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. We need all the help we can get. Spread the word. Whether you ride a bike or you don't, spread it to somebody who does. Get them to join us. Looking to set a record again this year if we can. For motorcycles, last year was 1,085, 8.25 miles of bikes we had yes, or last year. We're looking to extend that this year, and it's a great ride. And then once you get through the first leg, you're kind of on your own until we regather for the party later that afternoon. So please come out and join us. Uh, and thanks to our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating out in La Crosse. Call them, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. Great people, good place. And by the way, they are looking to hire some AC people and some plumbers as well. So get a hold of uh, uh, Greg out there, 608-783-2803. Call Craig, 608-783-2803. More of the Bill Michael Show now. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. Not only is it a great restaurant, a great place to go and eat, ride to, enjoy, have a beverage at, out on County Road, Kane, Oconomowoc, but they also have a food truck, and they also do catering. And the food truck is going to be at the end of the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. Uh, and uh, because uh, our friends at Steel Tank Brewing, Dave and the gang, which, by, by the way, Dave, uh, he sent me a video yesterday. They're, they got a uh, uh, an excavator out on the property, and they bought some property behind the restaurant, and they are knocking down uh, grass and bushes and trees and all kinds of small stuff just to clear the way for the additional bikes that are going to be uh, coming out to that place on uh, during the motorcycle ride on Sunday, September 3rd. But uh, they can't handle all the food by themselves. So uh, Tom and the gang at Boondocks stepped up and said, absolutely, we'll be there. So on County Road, Cano, Conomowoc, go to Boondocks BBQS. Dot com, boondocksbbqs.com, Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews in Stonebank, Wisconsin, on County Road K, but they are also going to be a part of the motorcycle ride. So if you see Tom, say, nice job. Uh, he's stepping up, and he's going to help us out. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. That is coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, and that is with our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. Uh, more comes out 
um, regarding the scandal, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, at uh, at Northwestern. Uh, you've got more and more players. Uh, they've launched two different reviews now. Uh, former Northwestern quarterback calls the situation uh, degrading and dehumanizing. It was a sexually charged atmosphere. The rampant hazing was devastating for athletes, according to the AP, uh, the uh, Daily Northwestern. Uh, the players described the racist environment in football as well. Uh, this is about as bad as it can get. Uh, the uh, two attorney news conferences both alleged widespread hazing, a toxic culture within the Northwestern Athletic Department, uh, impacting football, but also other programs now that are being exposed as to having hazing issues. But so far, no names and limited details. Neither group is identifying who led or encouraged the hazing, but both say that they, they have numerous witnesses on both sides. To talk about all of this, uh, Northwestern President Michael Schill announced that the school is going to have to, to different review processes that are going to take place. One's going to evaluate the ability to detect threats to the welfare of student-athletes. The other is going to examine the athletic department and the culture. Both reports are going to be done by an outside firm, and they will be made public. Uh, but it just continues. And I'd said when we talked about this the other day, Grant, that this we're, we're going to have more details come out now that it's so wide open. But uh, it this just gets uglier and uglier as more and more people pull the uh, different layers of the onion back, doesn't it? Yeah, and this is, you know, this is bad when it happens at a program in the SEC or the Big Ten, you know, big programs. It's interesting because I don't know if we've ever, I don't know if I've ever seen something like this happen at a program like Northwestern, Bill. A program that in a good year is only winning a couple of conference games anyways. I'm fascinated, mm -hmm. you know, respectfully because this is a tough situation. I'm fascinated to see what the effect of this is on the program and on its place in the Big Ten, because it's a, it's a tough place to win. It's a tough place to, to have a successful right. program in a good year when things are good. Right. Uh, Warren Miles. Warren Miles Long, he was a running back, uh, if you remember. Uh, he started back in 2013, said the hazing then was rampant. He said uh, new recruits had no sense of whether it was a normal or a limited thing to Northwestern. Uh, former Northwestern quarterback Lloyd Yates, also among more than 15 men and women who have uh, retained Crump, uh, which, by the way, is a uh, civil rights attorney, uh, Ben Crump. Uh, they've retained him, and they, uh, during this press conference, um, they also claim that this was just uh, a crazy abusive culture. It was especially devastating for many players of color. They claim that race was involved in this uh, as well. Uh, the civil rights issue for me, uh, Crump said, who said 50 former Northwestern athletes, male and female, have now spoken to the law firm because I think these players have the right to be respected and valued and not hazed, intimidated, and retaliated against for them speaking up. Um, uh, former Wildcat football player filed the first suit against Pat Fitzgerald now and members of the school's leadership uh, seeking damages stemming from hazing, saying that he knew about it and he encouraged it. Um, it's a private Big Ten institution that you had mentioned, among others, that were in common with the school and the conference, including Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan, Minnesota. They've all had scandals tied to some type of sexual abuse. We all know about the Penn State scandal so famously, uh, unfortunately. Illinois, 
like nearly all states in recent decades, has criminalized hazing, saying it's typically a Class A misdemeanor. It can carry up to a year in prison if indeed it's found to be, uh, you know, horrific enough. But under Illinois law, failure of a school official to report hazing is a crime, which means they are now looking at the possible charges against Pat Fitzgerald for this.